Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Poch and Hal will go be sacked before Ten Hag does. Um, There's a lot to unpack there. It's good, clean fun. That's a great bit. Good, clean fun. (laughs) Well, good, clean fun at the football. What's good? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right, we're back, are we? 2024, another year of Jaffin. Surely not. Yes. Um, We've got a bit straight off the bat from our beloved patrons. I'm ready to have a stupid amount of coffee and then need a wee near the end. And everything is as it should be. Flav, are you right? You right? Yeah, I'm really good. Really good, good to be back. I've had three three weeks off uh, of Jaffin, but refreshed, and ready to get some hot football chats, Jim. <laughs> some good clean hot fun. football chats. Good clean fun. Yeah. So we want to know what your good clean fun at the football. Let, let, let us know. Like one that springs to mind, Jim, is when the ball goes in. When you're winning two or three nil, yeah. and the ball goes into the home end, and you're hitting it up. <laughs> yeah, just not good. That's good clean fun. Good clean fun at the football. I'm sure, it's clean. <laughs> That's good. I guess with this good clean fun idea, you can sort of go, what's what's verging towards dirty, but it's just about sneaks in as good clean fun. That was a good example. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is is the old obligatory sign? <laughs> Great question. Is that is that good clean fun is or good... is it? Because in the normal world, this is offensive. That's an offensive term. But yeah. football, it's almost like a term of endearment. Hey! I think it's the it's the uh, veracity of which you do the, um, the yeah wank, and the expression on your face yeah I think because it's kind of like it's like it's like your team has just missed the chance that should have gone in therefore you are a wanker that's the beauty of football nothing yeah. to do with you you're just you've just come along to support your team but because yeah. your star striker has missed that chance. You are a wanker. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It's the seasoning on a way. Yeah. You can have a way. Yeah. You can just do way and hey. use it. Maybe, maybe you're chatting to the guy that you've come, you know, you've come to the football with, or woman, or non-binary, of course. Um, but sometimes you want to just add that little bit extra and go way. And then it's as we've spoken about numerous times over the years. Is if you are going to do the W A N K E R because I'm trying to keep the money up especially in january yep. where it goes down sign then it's it's just, how gentle can you how gentle can you the, be? the thing is if you do it slowly jim then you're you're you are yourself a w-a-n-k-e-r are you because if you're doing this you're going if you're doing that that is that you just do this. Why? Oh, Come well, on. Want, oh, right, what's interesting, quit, yeah, right? right? And that's because that's because yeah, that's good clean fun. Right. That's that's a bit too much. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, that you is know, like you're into you, it. There. There's a lad at the foot, lad at QPR. He's not there anymore. I miss him. I do because he would he would <laughs> he would stand up because obviously you know how long a football pitch is, right? And you're at one end, and they are literally the other end. And he would hang on. Let's see if I show it. He would stand up. He would always stand up and just go. He would sort of point them out and go, and I don't know who he's you, pointing out. And he would go, you, you, you. <laughs> need to lock eyes on one. <laughs> What's interesting also is that sometimes, you know, mid conversation, you might be mid conversation with the next, the geezer next year. You. you might not even be talking about the football match. Mm. 
and um, their striker misses a chance. You're like, sorry, mate, just just give us two seconds. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Love right, it. so we've got a reset pod today, uh, which yeah. is going to be good fun. Um, if yeah, we've got 48 patrons in our live chat, if you want to join us live for the podcast here today. And that means that all the great comments washed away at sea, sadly. Um, but don't worry. We've got two key elements this week. One is a new bit. Second is it's an old favorite. It's the old unpopular predictions. Now, I asked you, Flav, if you had anything in mind. Do you have I anything don't, in mind? I, I, not a prediction. I have an unpopular opinion. Is that what you want? Well, yeah, this is it. So Flav, Flav told me his unpopular opinion after I'd said unpopular prediction. Easy mistake I didn't to read it properly. I, but I, then, it properly. I then enjoyed, I found this really funny. So I just want to talk about this. So because <laughs> I, I, sometimes I wait with bated breath of what's going to come through on WhatsApp from Flav. And he never disappoints. And I just, wherever you are at right now, if you know Flav well, I've asked him for an unpopular opinion. Pause this podcast. And just give yourself 20 seconds and think, what's Flav going to come up with? You'll be wrong. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> I don't think it's that unpopular. I think a lot of people are agreeing with me here. But football would be better, a better place without Kylian Mbappe in it. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Where Hear you, me out. Where have you got this? I'm sick of him. I'm sick of hearing about him. Like, what? This, this is, oh, well, is he going to go to Real Madrid or not? Is he going to go to Real Madrid? Or, who cares? Just oh, decide. what if the best player in the world is going to go to the best club in the world with all the money? Who cares? And the reality is, Jim, very few people, very few people actually care. There's not Liverpool fans out there going, oh, I wonder what hap- where, whether Mbappe is going to Real Madrid. They'll care if he's coming to their club, well, as I, would I, I. And could he? The reptile... Newspaper The Mirror says Liverpool handed Kylian Mbappe transfer lifeline amid. Great to see a mid used in a headline. It's rare that we see a mid. Amid. Words you don't yeah. see in headlines. A mid. I don't think I've ever seen a mid. Have you? No, it's good. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen, I, I like lifeline when talking about transfer. That's good. Mm. That's, that's common. Um, so but yeah, no one cares. 69 million me. pound bonus stance. So I've heard about this. So there's like yeah, so there's a this sixty my sixty nine million pound bonus. I was I had heard elsewhere that it was seventy, uh, but if he stays for a certain you know, but to the end of his contract, there's something along the lines of that kind of money as a cheeky little bonus. Go well done. But if he then signs for Real Madrid <laughs> from who from PSG, but B- PSG are basically saying what we could do is we'll let you go to Real Madrid but you have to scrap your bonus, loyalty bonus, because you're not being loyal. But yeah, that makes complete sense. But they haven't decided on that. Which could hand Liverpool a lifeline. Lifeline. First world problems, isn't it? Lifeline. Right, well, well <laughs> obviously I don't care, but obviously you do care. I, do, I would like who to say, in the Who Prem. gives us... Uh, why? Why? Another uh, good footballer in the Prem, or are you buying into this illusion that's created by the media that Mbappe is some sort of mythical god that wants to run football clubs? Get some fuck. Why don't you just go to Real Madrid, sit in that weird little football, that weird massive football club, and just fester there and win your trophies? But don't come in my timelines. The thing is, my problem with, with, with Mbappe, right, is he's one of these circus players who transcend the traditional fabric of the game. And so I would say another one of those circus players is Neymar, where they just elevate themselves above the the way the rest of us feel about football. Yeah. And I'm fine with that, but just keep away from me. Keep away from my... I don't want to see... When I I looked at... uh, When I I logged in and had a look at the news, the football news on the internets today... Yeah. It was like Mbappe may not be moving to Real Madrid. How is that news? He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's been maybe not moving to Real Madrid for two years. Oh, no, it's like a PSG. I wouldn't. I don't worry. We'll let you buy the players. He's a footballer, a 24-year-old footballer. What does he know about running a football club? Don't worry. Stay and we'll let you buy the players. You can buy wherever you want. Promise you can. Oh, mate. Just just go away. Go away. Okay. The, my favourite My favorite news headline was... I think it was from BBC Gossip, and they they 
I think I've told you this before. They got the exclusive that Jamie Carragher um, couldn't confirm that he would win the title during his career at Liverpool. (laughs) (laughs) Carragher confirms. That he can't confirm. That he he will win the title (laughs) during his time at Liverpool. Right. Well, anyway, 25-year-old has decided to run down his PSG deal. And after entering the final six months of the contract, he's now allowed to speak with foreign clubs. Uh, he is speaking right. with Real Madrid about possible free transfer in the summer. Nothing has been agreed yet. Oh dear. I mean, if you're a Liverpool fan, what do you do in that instance? Do you do you, is this is this do you entertain this as a a possibility? As a fan, you're like, this is incredible. But what are you talking about? Are you talking about five hundred grand a week? Well, yeah, I guess that's it. that's one part of it. And also, I was thinking. Is, and he can sign all the players. Can he sign? Is he allowed to sign the players for Liverpool as well? Is that his thing now? <laughs> like, like you have to, yeah. Wherever he goes, he has to be able to sign the players. I don't think that's the case at Real Madrid. What I think Real Madrid could be a really weird one for him. Uh, the thing is, like, I don't know what his personality is like. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's great. But if he goes to Real Madrid, do you think Bellingham's? You got Bellingham in there. I guess Modric's still knocking you about. Need it. You've got this new. You've got this new wave of players. Like, are they, Bellingham. But are they going to put him back in his box? That's what I'd love to know about Mbappe. That's the thing. His ego is seemingly, his ego knows no bounds. Let me he, sign all the players. But he's been, he has been put up to that pedestal. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But we so, don't have to respect it. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, but the other thing I was going to say, can you have too many good players in the Prem? You know, we sort of, way back when it was like, wow, we've got, I don't know, Dennis Burkamp, Zola, Hullet. Like, it's just like, wow, I can't believe they've decided to come and play here. And then we're now at a stage where another, I'm not sure I need, I'm not sure we need another one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's similarly like managers. Like, everyone plays good football in the Premier League now, pretty much, bar, bar Sheffield United. <laughs> but even West Ham played to some degree, have, have played some decent football. Not maybe, you know, he's a bit old school, but you look That's at Bournemouth, awesome. little old Bournemouth, and. Ariola comes in, Ariola comes in, and he's got them playing some superb stuff. That traditionally, a team like Bournemouth shouldn't be playing football, the football that they are, because of the, the challenges that their squad present them. But they are, and it's beautiful to watch. The, um, your, your flip-flop on uh, Ariola is um, astounding. Um, Tom Jordan no, is, uh, no, is one of our no, patrons. There, yes. there is no flip-flop. She's there was no flip-flop. I've always said he was... I, Tom will back me he, up here. I said he was said a great he signing. To go. You said he, he said it's a dangerous appointment and he should go. Tom, did I say that? Did I ever say that, Tom? I that you're you're gaslighting me. You're yeah, saying yeah, but... you're, you're you're putting things in my he he's fantastic. Future what, Spurs. What I would like to know from Tom Jordan, and we will not be discussing QPR Bournemouth from the FA Cup. But what I would like to know is on on a sort of smug rating, how smug are you? Um, just generally as a Bournemouth fan. But then is there the bittersweetness uh, that leads into an uh, an sort of area of melancholy at the fact that you're both smug, but also we're living in a world where, yeah, well, you're not going to win anything. Talk to me, Tom. It's about, for Tom, I would imagine it's about, how he feels about his football club. Winning things is irrelevant, as I'll just tell you over and over again. Winning stuff is overrated. He's missing how Gary O'Neill. Feel, how do you feel about the journey, Jim? That's the most important thing. And the thing is, and this is why, this is why like, currently where we're at with Spurs, I've never felt better about my football club, I don't think. Whereas Arsenal is a couple of games, despite in their eyes being title challenges, well, it's all falling down. Well, let's, that leads me on beautifully. Just great work, Flav. How is it? The unpopular predictions. What did you want to finish off with? Go on. I just wanted to dig out Tom because I know when <laughs> Bournemouth were on top, when, when Bournemouth were on top against Spurs, I bet he was rubbing these grubby little mitts together going, oh, I'm going to get Flav. Because last year when they beat us, he did that, right? He, he attacked me on Twitter and I said, you wait. And um, they were on top. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. But we, we end up smashing them 3-1. So in your face, Tom, mug. Okay. I uh, put Bournemouth 12th at the start of the season, so I am no mug. Um, me and uh, Tom thought we might be going to the game, um, but QPR got so many home games that I decided to miss that one because it was a guaranteed defeat. Now, we ended up going two goals up. And b- before that, I messaged Tom and I said, I said, there's absolutely no way you don't win this game. 
if we win this game, I'll faint. And Tom said at halftime when QPR 2-0 up at home to Bournemouth, he said, get ready to faint. And I didn't message him back, but I nearly did saying, "You just wait. <laughs> Come the 63rd minute or whatever it was, we were 3-2 down. That's the world I live in. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes we all just need to wait a second. So Tom, maybe you just wait a second, okay? Or maybe the smart move is to do what Flav normally does. Take your shot whilst you can. I think actually go live in that world. Go, it's a better world. Go big, go big, go early. That's it. So, in terms of going big, unpopular predictions. We have many. This is the current Premier League table. Sheffield United in 20th. Burnley and Luton make up the three promoted teams in the bottom three. Which is sad, isn't it? I've done, we've done a survey and... Uh, Reese is probably with us. Yeah, Reese is here. The survey is beautiful, Flav. I, get, I like. I was like looking through it. It's got pie charts. It's bloody brilliant. And we've got we've asked every team to to do the survey, and the findings are very, very, very interesting. Where can people find this survey? So we're going to do a video. Uh, I was going to try and get a video done uh, for today, but I'm not going to be able to. So, but it's going to go out next week. But so okay. we asked about things like VAR. Things like, uh, what else was it? The quality, the gap between the sort of big six and the rest, things like that. And it's so interesting to get the percentages on every team. And also, we asked the question, did you feel, do you feel like you've been hard done by by refs more so than other teams in the league this year? Everyone does. No, no. Really interesting. Really interesting. So it's like six teams, something like that. They feel I like they've been hard done by more more than others. I, for what it's worth, I absolutely don't have no opinion of refereeing standards at all. I think they're okay. I think it's fine. Okay. Well, yeah, we. Can. I would imagine if I had to choose the club that had the biggest issue with referees, Liverpool number one, hands down, probably Everton number two, up there, Arsenal will be up there for sure. Yeah, I, I can't, right? cannot reveal. Uh, all right, I, I am right though. I know I'm right. Cannot Liverpool reveal, one yeah. for sure. They love a moan. And we, and also we say like, should you know you've always, always been going? Well, can we not just scrap VAR? Well, yeah. And I ask people that. So should we just get rid of it, or do you want it still in the game? And well, it'd be interesting. No, it'd be. In- well, that would be interesting to know that because in my head, and I think a lot of people that don't like VAR are in this echo chamber on Twitter. And there's perhaps more people that quite like it than we realise. And the, and the appetite for it to go probably isn't as tangible as I think it is. That'd be interesting to see what comes out of that survey, Jim. Indeed. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you want to make sure you watch that. Reese Jones, who, as he said, is, is he gave birth to the survey. He says the survey is his baby. And he also says, I was surprised about the VAR results, Jim. So there we go. I think I've teased that enough. Right. <laughs> Here we go. First of all, actually, a bit of an admin, actually. Super quick. Ainsley uh, on Christmas Day. Great work, everyone. Um, we haven't spoken since then. So I did just want to say thank you. And, and also apologies, because I kicked this off and it was sh- it was crap. I got a little pang of um, nervous energy as I did my Ainsley on Christmas Day. Um, and it wasn't my best work. But you guys stepped up. Flav, you did some great work with your father. Well done. He um, loved it, my old man. Like Every time... It, like after... <laughs> Like the day punctuated with him asking me, has there been any more Ainsley any more, videos coming? Any more? Any more, boy? Any more? Any more for any more? Oi, boy, any more? Yeah. And we did get Ainsley trending. Let's not explain it more than that. Was Ainsley trending on Christmas Day? What? Yes, he was. What? Was it? I didn't know that. He was. Was he the winner of the Masked Singer on Good. the same day? I don't know. That's 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 not a question <laughs> that needs answering. Uh, Saturday social. One thing that um, came up on Twitter yesterday, but I do want to just quickly touch on, is that the way you write an S. Yeah. What's that about? I've always done that. Creepy that. So this is this is, but this is so this but so me and James were on Saturday social, and they had a brilliant segment which was perfect for us, which was football friends, right? So two people they have a pair come on the show, who know each other and then they have to compete in this game show, right? And it's. uh, uh, it's basically me and Jim were asked questions about each other's 
um, you know, questions about each other's clubs or whatever we might ask. We have to get the same answer, basically. And we won, and we're now top of the leaderboard with seven out of ten. Um, but something did come up, and that was that one of the answers we both wrote was, Humin Son is my favourite player for Spurs at the moment. And people saw, caught me doing something. And that was, I, I write my S's. When I'm writing my S's, I'll write them from the bottom up, not the top. So, so if that feels so awkward for me to do that, this is great podcasting. How I write an S, for the, to me to do <laughs> that is uncomfortable. <laughs> but to go from the bottom, I always, I've always gone from the bottom up, and that's why we didn't cheat. A lot of people go, "You cheated! You cheat! You're looking at each other. You're seeing how they wrote." I wrote my S upside down. <laughs> yeah, how the fuck is clue. that going to yeah. give him a clue? Is it? Is. Um, do you remember when I? It's. Come well, no, I'm just looking at everyone saying it's vile, vile. it's strange, it made, made me feel ill, I'm a nonce. Listen, listen, can I just say something? In this modern age where you're not supposed to attack people for being different, I'm being attacked by the very people that would chastise me for saying something a little... Catherine, I'm surprised at you. Because you're like the bastion of, of kindness. Mm. And you, what did you call me? You just said How? Which isn't that offensive in hindsight. Not not as bad as what some of the others are saying. Get help. Do better. It doesn't make sense. I, it gives me the shivers a bit, I'll be honest. I've always I've done it since I was a child. I've always done it. I've always, always done it. So I can't. Can, it's just the way I do it. Can you just draw it's me like a, Could you just draw? Have you got a bit of paper like, near you? Yeah. I'd just like to see it. It's not like I'm left-handed, guys. I'm not that weird. Just draw my S upside down. Go on, then. Uh, and is it still a good-looking S? Is it a bit? Is it a bit? Um, is it not well endowed in the top bit of the S? This is how I do it. Here we go. Yeah, that's a five. But yeah, how do you how do you write five? How do you how do you write five? Five like this. I go I go like this. So you go the other way for a five. That's mad. Why are you going the other way for a five when you're basically drawing a five? Actually, actually, S from the top looks better. Wow, we're growing. Yeah, do you know what? Look, the S... Ignore that stain, it's come. Um, the S... <laughs> the S the S at the bottom is from the bottom, so and I that is the S from the top, and that's much more symmetrical. Maybe I'll start from the top then. Oh, yeah. do, you remember we, do, do you remember we've been messaging all week going, let's get into the pod a bit better, a bit quicker this time? <laughs> <laughs> well, we did, we did the Mbappe thing. We just can't do it. We just can't do it. Right, here we go. Unpopular predictions. Ooh. Thomas Martin. Three cheers for Thomas Martin. Hip hip hooray. Hip hip hooray. Hip hip hooray. And uh, Nigel Martin, just to say, who did a wonderful Ainsley on Christmas Day. Yep, that's a sentence. Yes, it was true. Everton will finish higher than Chelsea. Discuss. Everton could go down. No. They've had their day in the sunshine. Really? They're one point in Luton. Running hot, are they? have done well. They've lost their last three games. I hope not. Like, that's, you know what? I don't hope. I don't care. I really couldn't give a shit. Um, Brentford could go down. Well, they look, they look poor. They look tired. Ivan Tony back. But to, to answer the question, I don't think I don't think there's a world where Chelsea, where Everton finish above Chelsea with 12, that 10-point gap. Yeah, 12-point gap. It is a shame that they've had the 10-point deduction. Say they get the 10-point deduction back somehow, right? Then they're on 26 I points. Feel. Then we've then we've got a game on our hands. So this is how are a... they getting that? They're not they, they're not appealing it, are they? Are they not even, have they not appealed it? Have they accepted it? I don't know. Are they? I don't know. Reese, I'd love to know, or Tom, I'd love to know. Yeah. Have they accepted it or not? And if they have, Reese, um, and all Everton fans, you need to apologise to Flav. Whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready, on your time frame, yeah, let's go by the end of the month. You will need to DM Flav and apologise because Flav basically said, "Look, you're guilty. Just accept it." Okay. Yeah, yeah we we've appealed. He says they've appealed. Okay, then. Appealed. Also, but no, I don't mind. I don't mind getting away with stuff if you can get away with it. Got to appeal, you? Got to chuck in a cheeky appeal in it. Good, clean fun. Got to chuck in an appeal, even if you, you know, you are guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apology on hold. Pop that back in your pocket. Yeah. Apology. I don't need an apology. I don't care. I just, I just, uh, you know, I appreciate the appeal. Yeah. An appealer. You didn't do it. What are you appealing? The severity of the sentence or the fact that I you're think, guilty? Yeah. Or not? What's yeah, it's that the quantity of points that have been taken. Well, away. I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about this the other day when I was walking the dog. Some, for some God 
God knows reason, Everton's ban. Oh, sorry, a 10 points deduction popped into my head yesterday. Was it harsh enough? I don't know if it was. I think it could have been. Seriously, James, seriously. Yeah, go on. I, like, remove Everton so Everton fans don't try and crucify me again. Like, yeah. Imagine if it was Spurs. We've, we've broken the rules to the point where we've gained an advantage by being able to spend. Therefore, affecting the fabric of competition in the Premier League. If it was Tottenham, 10 points is nothing. Like within, after this season, it's gone. It's like it might as well not have happened. Therefore, unless you go down, therefore, it's just affected you for one season and, and you're back to normal next season. If Tottenham also broke the rules in, in a way that made them have an unfair advantage, and I'm not saying that's what happened to Everton, that's my opinion, but that might not be fact. But what I'm saying, if, if Spurs were in a situation where we've broken the rules to, to gain an unfair advantage, 10 points isn't enough. But what does that do to Tottenham? Nothing. It does nothing. It means we drop down four spaces in the league but, for cheating, but you for breaking just, the rule. Okay, you've just said forget Everton for a second, and then you've made it a, a team where a ten point doesn't affect them. So, that so yeah, in, in, so it's, to the big club, make it Luton. Make it Luton. Ten, yeah, Luton, ten points Luton. is everything. So it's a sliding scale. Yeah, indeed, indeed. But for the bigger clubs, the, the impact of a ten point deduction is minimal. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying that maybe the the maybe the Actually, this is how you solve it. The bigger your revenue, the more severe the penalty. And it's actually, there's a direct correlation between your revenue and the amount of points you get docked. I think that's fair. Because Luton then might go, well, we can speculate a little bit and maybe we'll get a three-point deduction, but that, we might get right. six points out of it. I don't I know. See, but yeah. the thing is that that 10-point that deduction for Manchester City does nothing to them. It's nothing. But then, In the but... same way that 50. The scale of that is also a problem, though, because Luton going for it is 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 getting Andros Townsend in, whereas like whereas like Man United going for it is buying Anthony. Like it's a massive difference. So if you try and put that into points, then then it's gonna it's gonna be chaos. Yeah, it's gonna be chaos, but there needs to be a deterrent. It needs to be severe enough to make players. Yeah, I get that. Not, I think it's a case by a case best. I think then it's a case by case basis. So I think in this instance, is ten points harsh on Evan? I think ten points is right, more or less. It's probably right. I, Maybe fifteen, I, twenty. I again, I think I think ten points is right. This I think it's convenient to have a nice punchy ten points in a season where they're playing all right and yeah. they're it's a it's a league table where you feel like the bottom three could well be the bottom three and could be kind of cut adrift a little bit. So again, yeah. all that really matters for Everton is if they stay up or not, right? Um, and for a Tottenham, see if it's for Tottenham, if for the same thing to make it. See that's where that's where you're struggling a little bit is the fact that like say you take twenty points off, off you guys, right? So you're on nineteen yeah. points. That basically makes your season redundant, but you're still not going to go down. Exactly. So what next season you're back to normal? Do you just relegate him then? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'd say you're not normal because if you've got aspirations of finishing European football and then building from there, then that's impacted to that degree, I guess. You, can I, um, so for this argument, I'm going to give away one element of the uh, survey away, which what? is that the gap between the newly promoted sides. So there, so there was a overall feeling. I won't say the numbers, um, but. There's no feeling that the gap to, between the top six and the rest is getting smaller, but the gap yeah. between the newly promoted teams and the other teams is getting bigger. Yeah, that's fair, I'd say. Right. So, the, so again, what is often kind of forgotten with all this when it comes to football is that it's the gaps between the leagues. Like FA Cup last week, everyone's sort of going from sort of the bemoaning of the FA Cup. It's not about you. Like those top teams, it's not about you. Who's, who who bemoan the FA Cup? People going, oh well, do they need this? Do they need that? It's not about you. It's about the football pyramid. It's about Maidstone. So if they get a replay, play the fucking replay. Okay, it's not about you. Oh, but we we don't want oh, to play all these games. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's always the same answer. Go on, ask me another question. Oh well, yeah, well we've got a couple of injuries. It's not about you. Play the game because it's the money. It's about getting the money and dripping it down the pyramid to the teams that need it. It's not about I you. I agree, I agree. They should. They should. 
but um, so with that in mind, managers of major football clubs calling for it. They don't like. Yeah, they're idiots. It was Thomas Frank as well, wasn't it? He was going, we don't, we don't need it. Well, it's not. Fuck you. But yeah, that, which, is very, which is very convenient when you're not a League Two club like you used to be. Stupid. Yeah. Comment. True, true. Yeah, you know, it's interesting what you said there about the gap between the top six and the rest of the league is getting smaller. 100% agree with that. But the risk of the Premier League turning into a closed shop effectively is also significant. That's it. And that's what people people aren't looking, they never look at that. They're always looking at the top bit. They're always looking at that, the Super League and stuff like that. It's the same. Look down. But like, to your point then, say Tottenham get relegated or say that, say a team gets relegated more easily, right? by breaking the rules that would that might make it all be a bit more fluid when it comes to the the sort of the money around it maybe it's that then jim that's the answer is that if you break premier league spending rules whether by shoddy accounting speculation or outright cheating you're removed from the league that's the punishment regardless of who it happens to i like that you 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 remove to the league and then the championship gets an extra place. Is that right? Would that work? No, it wouldn't. How would you balance that? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, you'd give an extra place to the championship, so top three would qualify automatically. I think the problem you've got is, like you know, on a smaller level, you go, you know, people could lose their jobs, blah 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 blah. But again, that's that's what football clubs have to do all the time. Yeah, but then, then it's responsibility of the owners. That's not responsibility of the league. If yeah. you do something wrong, it's not on the Premier League to take account for the the, the, the dinner ladies that don't have jobs anymore. The mm-hmm. owners of that business need that's their employees. Nothing to do with it. You have to abide by the rules. What about the what about the dinner ladies at Luton Town that have been affected by Everton's flouting of the rules? Thomas Mike says, Premier League's fault, is it? What happens if a war starts and you have to pay two hundred fifty million pounds more than you planned? That's a good point. What? That's a good point. What does that mean? I like it, but what? What's, uh, what's what it? Is it, is it uh, Usmanov? That uh, he got sort of barred, didn't he? Because and he'd previously been involved. It's a murky world. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Miles says this: Poch and Howe will go be sacked before Ten Hag does. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh. Should we work our way through. Poch. Yeah. Got going, eh? Got going, eh? The, they haven't moved forward at all. Um, if, it were, he, if it was any other manager, like Poch has got a lot of credit in the bank. I think he's a good manager. But if it's any other manager, is he gone by now? They're, they're in the same position in the league with a point less than they had at this point last year. If Potter's yeah. in the job, um, he's gone. Yeah, he is gone. But then, but 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 you just keep replacing managers. Like Pochettino is a good manager. He's that that game against Middlesbrough. Chelsea should have ran away with it. It's just that the players brought in, certainly in the centre forward position, aren't good enough. Is that Pochettino's fault? What's Pochettino's job? Pochettino's job is to engineer a team that creates as. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Any chances as possible. And then you rely on the quality of a number nine. I know I'm simplifying this. No, but ultimately you rely on the quality of a number nine that will finish those chances. When he was at Spurs, he had Harry Kane there. Well, he doesn't have Harry Kane that. Was, um, was he cheating at Spurs? Is that what you're saying? Was he cheating at PSG? You know, I, I think I think I think poss- like all teams, Pochettino's relies on having a, a, a number nine who can score goals. Nicholas Jackson is is not very good, is he? He's not the standard that you'd want. Um, if I'm if I'm a Ch- like Chelsea fans, and I've heard Rory's take on this that he wants him gone, he wants him sacked, he wants him sacked, get rid of him. How is he still there, right? Where what where who do they get in next? Who's going to get a better tune out of these players? There are, the, the problem isn't Pochettino. The problem in part is Pochettino. But the problem is also the infrastructure around the club and Todd Bowley. Get Rory in. What have, what have, what have, yeah, what have Chelsea done since Todd Bowley come in? Spend a fortune and go nowhere. The fish stinks, Jim. Where does it stink from? Fanny. The, no. <laughs> oh. Tail? Yeah, head, of course. The uh, it can't take... I don't have one of these anymore. Can't take, right? Pochettino is a fraud because he was at Southampton and got a very amazing crop of players in that Southampton squad. He did a lot got with lucky. them, though. Don't, don't know. That's, Atkins that's is a, doing a good job. Atkins, a Atkins could be managing Chelsea right now. Atkins Nigel Atkins could be managing Chelsea right now, especially with the positivity that he's he, got. I remember he moved you know on to Tottenham. Let me finish. He moved on to Tottenham. He... Let me land. He moved on to Tottenham, and he was able to essentially cheat. So he's a cheat and a fraud because it allowed Harry Kane to to thrive. And he again got lucky. This this like one of the great strikers of all time in the Premier League pops up, and he's he's scoring goals for fun. He then. Gets a job with PSG. Who have they got up front? Kylian Mbappe, one of the greatest players of all time. He is time and again winning the lottery. And now he's being found out with a bunch of children who just ain't up to it. All right. Okay. Look, there's some part of it, some part of what you just said is true in that he has benefited from landing in jobs where there are players for him to work with and develop. At Spurs, especially Kane. We had Hummin Son, uh, who was bought shortly before he arrived. Um, Adavera was bought in. Vertonghen was there. Um, we had a Musa Dembele in midfield. He had a great team. He turned Carl Walker and, and Danny Rose into incredible fullbacks. But what he did was develop these players. That was what his 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 skill was. Tactically, he was excellent. But his ability to get the best out of the players that he worked with was the most impressive thing. Deli Ali was worth 100 million euros or 100 million pounds when he was playing under Pochettino. Since then, has just fallen off a cliff. Cliff. Yeah, there's, that a, there's a lot of reasons around that, though, isn't there? In his life, whatever it was, he created an environment for Deli Ali to thrive in, and that that was down to you can't take that away from him. Fair enough. Um, That's true. At Southampton, he increased the profile of the players that left that football club after he was there. It's very chicken and egg, though, isn't it? No, he did a lot of good work. That said. Um, I don't think he, I think Chelsea's a wrong football club for him. I think Chelsea's a wrong football club for a lot of managers, unless the, the idea the idea around around Chelsea previously was it was that Abramovich would do what was necessary in order to achieve success, whether that be firing a manager or paying whatever was needed to be paid in order to bring these players in or the managers in to work together. At no point was there a project at Chelsea. Projects are very difficult to make work, and when Chelsea fans are used to the expectation of winning things as they are two Champions Leagues in the last 10, 15 years, for example, mm. then they're not going to be, they're not ready, they're not able, they're not mature enough to sit back and go, actually, this is going to take time because of what's presented to us. They want Abramovich. They want Abramovich's Chelsea, but that's gone. It's done. You're a different football club now. The only similarity between what you was under Abramovich and what you are now is that you're still, you're called Chelsea. That's the only similarity. That those twenty years of success are gone, mate. Gone. I mean, so it, for me as a Tottenham fan, it's easy for me to say, but more difficult for them to accept. I think. I, the, 
I'm James, I'm they're not the club they used kind. Eight wins, four draws, eight losses. I appreciate that. I'm saying, all right, sack Pochettino. I, I, I mean, I've got no time for him at all. I don't care about him at all. I hope he fouls Doesn't in every job he ever has. Yeah, he's a Judas. But listen, it, listen, what, they, what Chelsea fans need to understand is that you're not that club anymore. And you but, need to realign your expectations. Otherwise, you're going to spend your entire life in perpetual misery. You're not that club anymore. Me. You're, they, you're not that club anymore. But the, the, like the size, you know, the money that swirls around that club, they're kind of going to have to be but that club again. So how, someone's going to have to get them it? back there. Well, I guess they... They've spent all the money, Jim. They've spent I, th- all I think the we money. need to explore it. The idea of Rory till the end of the season. I, I actually think that Rory would get a song out of this team. I actually think he would. Do you know what he did? He'd come in, he'd simplify it. I've played football with Rory. He's, he's a lovely little, we call it the Rory jig. Gets the ball on the right-hand side and works his way sideways. And and or jigs about. He? <laughs> he's a great, he's a cracking little player. He's sort of got that Gavin Peacock vibe. Anyway. Do you know what might, he, might work? Conte he might could do work. a job. Conte come back. If you swap you swap Conte for if you swap Conte for for um for for Pochettino now that would in as much as I like I loathe both of them but you could kind of see that working in the short term and and they probably would get a better return than what what Pochettino has but in terms of um yeah in terms of what like Chelsea has essentially abandoned like what this is this is what I'm saying is that like, what Chelsea were before Abramovich was a completely different football club to what they became during his tenureship. And what they are now is going to be completely different to, to, for their so, tenureship. So what, all again, they want what, is, so what are you saying? Like, compare them to another team. Who are they now, in your opinion? They're like any other club in the league. Any other club with money in the league. You're speculating and you're hoping and you've got a plan that you hope that works like all the rest of us. Or they're like, just not on a down Arsenal. curve that, say, Arsenal had in that... Like, is this, this is just their... You know their Arsenal period where they were in between yeah. or Wenger or near the end of Wenger. Yeah, they may come back, but every season, more or less, when Abramovich was in charge, you were like title challengers thereabouts. I'm not saying that you've also got a man, a man who, who's coming who doesn't understand football, not in the way that other operators in the league might do. So you've got that as as a runner running of your football club. I'm just, just saying they're the same as everyone else. They had success. There's a different owner, different ideas, and that brings with it um, different realities. Chelsea are like Arsenal and like Tottenham, clubs that have to uh, put a plan in place and hope that it works. Abramovich almost guaranteed that you'd be competing because he had the money to do so. Whereas, and, and he's, his agendas and his reasons for that were different. And he, to, to be honest, he was in terms of footballing, he was a brilliant operator, wasn't he? He was amazing uh, for Chelsea and what he did. One point yeah, six billion. Oh, totally. Weirdly, amazing that what happens when doesn't... you give a club one point six billion pounds. There, there's just a massive identity crisis there, isn't there? Like, yeah. And, which, and the greatest example is that he brought in a Tottenham manager to come <laughs> to come and, and fix it. I, I, the, the, I think and what I'm trying to do is tread the line of being fair here. And as, as much as I like Pochettino. They, this is this is no way near good enough. It's no way near good enough. So at some point, question for the chat here, and I kind of put it on Twitter as a joke, but it is that one where like, well, okay, at what point is it him? At some point, it will have to be him. Does, does a new a new manager come in and and get Nicholas Jackson firing? I mean, I mean, that's his job, you know. That's what that's what Potts came in to do. The yeah, they, well, thing is, it's not just, just Nicholas Jackson. Like, Surely there's enough talent there to be better than 10th right now. Surely. Yeah, you, yeah 100%. But, they recruit, but, but what people do is get caught up in the amount of money they've spent in terms of the, the number, billion pounds. Mm. And you look at it and go, where has that money gone? Yeah. Where has it gone? And that's it. And this is the problem for Chelsea is they've spent the money. They've committed, like I've said loads of times, they've committed £75 million per transfer window for the next eight years. That's, That's why Conor Gallagher could end up coming to Tottenham. Yeah. Stephen Webster, Unai Emery would get Jackson firing. I think that's a good shout. I don't think... See, that's a question I would love to know the answer to, to Unai Emery. Would Unai, would you take a job at Chelsea? I don't think he would. I think he'd go anywhere well, near you'd, it. You'd stay at Villa at the moment because your stock is so high and when the time comes that you're ready to leave, 
you have your choice of any football club. Do you know? Do gets, you want to go into Chelsea? Do you know? Gets a tune out of Chelsea. Gary O'Neill. Yeah. He's an ex- <laughs> he's an he's an enthusiastic Look, young manager. He would though. I reckon he would. You've got. You've you've um, yeah, but that wouldn't satisfy the Chelsea fan base. They would hate that. They would be on him from the yeah. from the off. They'd eat him. Um, right. They. You, you're you right about the Nicholas Jackson thing. It is his job to solve it. And that was too simplistic way of, of looking at it. But, the, you know, when Tottenham lost Harry Kane to... It was Pochettino's Postacoglu's job to try and figure out how we can replace 30 league goals with our front line. Well, we've got to play a different way. Or we've got to create as many chances as possible. As it, as it stands, the players in the top front three have contributed about 32... 30, maybe 32, 33 goals. So that's yeah. Harry Kane's goals replaced. They only need to add to it. And we yeah, managed that, to do see, it. That's the thing point. with me with Chelsea. It's, like you've, it's not like you've not got talent in there. Score, someone else score. Figure it out. Okay. We've literally on the second one of these unpopular predictions. So that's okay. Poch, how and uh, Poch and how go before Ten Hag. There's a I, I agree. I agree. Dude, Ten Hag will survive. They shouldn't. Maybe. They shouldn't, but they will. Someone said this on the how thing. Leo Tarrant. He said, most level-headed Geordies know that Eddie Howe has reached his ceiling and cannot take the club forward anymore. So he's saying that Howe will go as well. And uh, not NUFC Airport says, Eddie Howe is England boss by the end of the year. And Tuchel is Newcastle manager. They're turning on Eddie. Are they turning on Eddie? Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? How quickly fans just readjust their... Loyalties. Um he did an, he's done an incredible job getting Everton, uh, Liverpool, Newcastle to the position that they're in. Champions League football, the squad, the first eleven. I know you, they were as invested in it, but they they had the 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 the, stat, the the quality in that Newcastle first team when they're all fit. It's still a massive job for Eddie Howe to make them the top four side, and he did it. And not only that, they look great. And they're playing good football. Yeah. He's in a difficult period, but surely give him a little bit of breathing room. At the end of the season, see if he figures things out. Players are coming back now. I think just to dump him right now is a... Is a terrible. It probably won't serve you. It's yeah. terrible, but I don't really care about that so much. Oh, Matt, like, Matt Sykes is turning. We've got patrons turning on him. Newcastle fan Matt Sykes says, I love Eddie. Deeply, but I can see the ceiling is approaching. What do you mean by that? As much as you've I don't want games. to say it. You've lost a couple of games. You've got loads of players injured. It's, you've lost a bit of momentum. They're shattered. They're the knackered. Tonali was going to be a part of a, a, a really impressive midfield. You lost him to circumstances that were absolutely incredible. Um, you've had injuries to Botman. You've, 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 you've had to play a 17-year-old in midfield. 17 in midfield consistently, away to PSG in the Champions League. Those are challenges that managers are, are very difficult for a manager to overcome. And he, and he did it. He, he did, he, he's done a good job. I don't so, know who you think is going to come in, who's going to get these players playing for him in the way that, he, that they are, that's just going to suddenly go, all right, now Newcastle are now challenging for the league or something. Just be patient. Bide your yeah. time. It's, so, it's going to happen. Uh, Freddie Silverstone sent me this. Thank you for this, Freddie. And it was days lost from injuries in 23-24 season. And out in front with about 900 days is uh, is Newcastle. And they're alongside in Brentford. The third, sp- well. third spot is about 780 minutes from Brighton, Sheffield United. Uh, and Chelsea have added a lot of players, that to be fair. Um, but right down the bottom of it, um, Wolves and well, actually it's saying West Ham have literally not had an injury which is crazy but Wolves in second bottom they've lost oh sorry the Wol- West Ham with the lowest with 200 minutes lost or days sorry days 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 lost from injuries mm. so like the ceiling I don't get the ceiling thing on, on Eddie Howe I, just because mm. you've previously not because he's like he smashed up the ceiling once and now you're not going to give him another chance to come do this was inevitable was it not especially with those injuries yeah. I think uh, Catherine makes a good but, point. But, they got top four too soon. But football it's, fans, fo- football fans don't, they're not logical, right? They're not sensible. They're emotional. And they always will. We all are like that. You know, there were some people going, I'm not sure about Postacoglu. After we lost those players to Chelsea and we 
we conceded, you know, we, we lost three or four games. He was like, oh, maybe he isn't the one. Man, fucking just shut up. Just watch yeah. football. Sykes, Sykes, you take a breath. He says, I think I'm just losing my head because of the abuse I get at uni when we lose. Oh, you take a breath, son. Welcome to the big leagues. If he was the next England manager, I'd be absolutely delighted. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully he does get the sack. Uh, but yeah, the the ceiling thing with Eddie Howe, I I struggle to, I struggle to. It's to, it's a cliche that's thrown around that yeah. doesn't mean a great and it, deal. And we kind of saw it coming. True J says, uh, Man United get over get over their injury problems of uh, of twenty four. I think that's the amount so far, and go on a great run and finish top four and FA Cup in the bag. Eric Ten Hag signs a new deal in the summer for three years, uh, and in comes Dan Ashworth, Paul Mitchell. And Jean-Claude Blanc, and st- start of the next season, you see Man United first by Christmas. Can't see that happening. Anyway. No. This is interesting, I thought. I don't really get... Okay, fair enough, okay. But I was just like, I... there's a few here. I was like, why have you said that? Ross Munro Venter. No matter how Liverpool do, people will see it as a flop because of how incredible they've been mid-transition period. A lot of safeguarding going on there. Lot of lot of emotional safety well, um, going there from Ross. When when do when 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 is the conversation going to start happening? And I'm happy to you know to be the start of this conversation. But like Arsenal got some, a lot of quality in their squad. They're going to want to start winning things soon. Like when when do they start to go? Maybe this isn't the right club for me. What maybe Arteta's not the right? What what so what the oh, right the fans need to move on? Is that what you're saying? No. The, play, the players need to start looking around them and go, uh, right. maybe this isn't maybe yeah. this isn't the place for me. Maybe I can't achieve here. Maybe the infrastructure like, is Sal- in place. stinks of the first player out the door. That's a good stinks that's a good question. Who's first who's first to who's first to do the sort of like who was the first for Tottenham? Is it Carl Walker? Yeah. Who's the first to Carl Walker it? You made the right decision? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it worked out for him. Pretty it worked well. out, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking but, of Tottenham, yeah, but, but Saliba, if PSG comes up, Saliba or Real Madrid come in for him, he's that good. Like he's their standout player. He's their most important player, in my opinion. Much better than like. Yeah. Imagine he, he's, him and Rudiger. That is horrific. Like, how do you yeah. get past that? And they're kind of at a situation now, Arsenal. Where it's like they've 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 gambled. They, they don't have like this. Like they're, they're, the conversation, there was a conversation in the, the notes you sent across about should they buy Ivan Tony? What you think they're going to drop another eighty? There is a, a limit to how much a club can spend. They're at that limit. I watched a great video with uh, from Alex, uh, who does the Different Knock Arsenal channel, and he was saying that he thinks that Arsenal have around eleven million before they hit their threshold, and so. They would have to sell yeah. maybe an Enketier and a couple of those other guys to go and get that person. And so they don't, he doesn't think yeah, that they'll, now, they'll but, do that. So they, this, this is, no, no, and it's difficult to sell. Like it's difficult if you want, if you're actively trying to sell a player in January, then the value is affected, right? Yeah, people spot But it. they're in now, they're now, they've, they've, they've speculated to the point where they, they're, they're now operating like everybody else, where they have to sell to buy it and they get the TV money from the Premier League to spend as well, like everybody else does. Um, so they're in that situation. But this is what I'm saying is, is that you spent £105 million on Declan Rice. Like, he's a really good player. He's a really good player, but that's a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. The question marks are going to start. There's a question mark over Arteta now. Is he, if he doesn't do it this year, is he the one who can do it? He's an emotional wreck most of the time. Um, and some of these players are going to start going, do you know what? It's the prime of my career and I'm wasting it here. Do you know what I, I will wasting. say... You know, in terms of if you think of the long game of a whole calendar year and how much things can change, the next six months for Arteta are so important because do do do, 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 do they do they have to start asking like if the, if the next six months don't work out, Jim, are there questions going to be asked? I think no, yeah, there'll always be questions asked. I think for him, there needs to be a feeling of continued progression, and that comes in a couple of forms. One. I don't think they need to win the league this year, but I think they need to um, kind of stay strong with it and not utterly fall away. That might be, you might get around that if you get minimum a Champions League semi-final, which I think Arsenal could definitely do. But if you, the, the thing is that if 
Arsenal for the third year on the trot. And I know this is January and this is the first time we're talking about it, but you can see it in front of you. If they utterly fall away, and that's something that, that's the hardest thing for Arteta to do in terms of his management here, is because what you could suggest as a theory, and I I was chatting to Paul this week on, on the Ripple Effect about this, and I'm not saying this is the case. We don't know yet. Time has to pass. And I actually, over overall, I think they're going to pump someone pretty soon, Arsenal. And if Arsenal had played anyone else in the FA Cup, they would have pumped them and then life would have been great. But if there may be a feeling there that if they bottle, and they have bottled two years on the trot, if they bottle a third time badly, that's a really bad look that will really change this sort of the viewpoint, and this is something that, I, again... When you say bottle, do you mean bottle the league title or do you mean top four? I think it's so competitive when it comes to top four that it could be one where it's like, if, if they finish on 70 points, that's not that's not progression, right? And and no. get, get chucked out of the Champions League by someone they shouldn't do, whatever that means, right? I, I think the truth is, is that we, we always say that, but that media narrative around a manager, especially at big clubs... It's very difficult to stop it once it starts. And for Arteta, three years on the bounce, you then come back round again and you, it gets to a point where it's like, well, is he ever not going to bottle it? And and the, yeah. st- and the narrative changes. So it's Can a I, massive six months. I, I, I do think, though, that there it is. You're, I agree with you 100% what you said. That I do... That, 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 that the reaction to Arsenal's recent form is well over the top. Well over the they're top. They're still really good. And like Arsenal, like some of the Arsenal has losing their mind. Is I just don't, and I and I get that the, the the people that talk about their football club online are not representative of the fan base in the same way that I'm not representative of Tottenham's fan base. The people on online, especially Arsenal creators, are definitely not representative of all Arsenal fans, right? Mm. But the reaction to this poor running form is insane. Like Arsenal, well good. Like I talk about Spurs hat off, right? Looking just purely as a a fan and, and and looking at them going a fan of football and what and looking at them going, what am I worried about about Arsenal? Like what what when I look at them as a Spurs fan actually, what worries me? And there's a lot. So if there's a lot, that means that they're still good. Yeah, I think you can't you can't always fast forward it, and you've got to be pretty complete to, to you know to win a title, especially these days. And I think it's clear where the problems lie, and it's one where. Of course, they want to solve that. It's when can you solve that? Um, and But the one thing that is can be concerning, I think, is a loss of maybe momentum. Also, maybe a bit of jadedness in Martinelli and Saka or the front line and, and therefore goals. But they don't concede many. And so no, they'll, be, they'll be absolutely fine. I've said, well, I said right at the start, I had a feeling they'll win the Champions League. I think they'll win the Champions League. They could easily do that. Easily do that. Yeah. Um, just a forewarning. Remember, I've got to get, catch my train yeah, at well, midday. When have you got? When have you got to go now? I, 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 got, I've got. I've got eight, eight minutes. Eight, eight minutes. minutes. All right. Okay. I will run through the others. Just as a, an interesting. Uh, I, I, I want to make a point right at the end as well. I've got something I want to say. Okay. So tell me when you need to make your point. So okay. what? What time I'll, are you going? Ten past. Yeah, I'll make my point at nine minutes past eleven. Okay. Good to know. Exciting. Stick around, guys. So uh, Alex Hackett says uh, Timo Werner will elevate his already ludicrously sensational Tottenham team to the holy grail that is commonly known as the fucking league title. Um, MH goes one step further and he says Timo Werner will score more non-penalty goals in 2024 than all of Arsenal, Chelsea and Man United players combined. Wow. Interesting. Luton will stay up, says Cody, in place of Palace or Brentford. He's edging more towards Palace at the moment. Omar Barber says Spain have a better chance of winning the Euros than England. How dare you? And Divesh, Divesh, could I, could I just say, why have you written this? Why, where have you gone? Mm, let me have a think. And I'm going to write this. Bellingham will get injured for the Euros. Why'd you do that? Why say that? Touch wood. No, he won't. James Madison, so don't worry about it. Yeah, good point. And, and uh, Divesh, Divesh back again. I didn't spot it. Madison misses a penalty <laughs> to make Spurs lose out on top four. There you go. I, this is the, 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 so this is um, the, the, you said the question is like what was it you said? What's the question you said about Spurs top four. This is the idea like top four isn't enough for Spurs. Right, you want more. 
I, it's not that I want more. It's just how this is how possible to operate. There is more. Like, don't be surprised if Spurs may mount a title, title challenge this season. Don't be surprised is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it'll happen. I'm just saying don't be surprised if it does. Okay. Look, I'll, I'll... I hope you stopped. Right. Um, <laughs> I asked... <laughs> Tension there. Well, So I asked, what in your life would you like to give a one-week ban to? Now, so this is going to be a thing we're going to do every week. Um, Flav will, and myself, we would like to, if I would like to. Uh, you can give mm. a one-week ban to something just to get have a little breather from it. Um, I, do I would like, just off the top of my head, actually, I'd like it to be more than one week. If I unsubscribe to an email that I keep getting and I click on the button and it says unsubscribe and it now tells me I'm unsubscribed, then I would like to not be sent an email again from that person. That's what yeah, I'd like great. to have a little one-week ban this week. Just have like one yeah. week of me not Never getting these emails. It's nonsense. It pissed me off. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we've got a whole list of them. Which are great, and it doesn't need to be football, but it can be football. Um, Jaffen community page trying to um, curry favour with Flav says Arsenal fans. Get Cronky gone says my uni deadlines this weekend. Drav says biscuits and cookies. I have absolutely zero composure when it comes to these two snacks. I open a packet and in ten minutes they're gone. Do you know what? That's an interesting. I think we've spoken about this in terms of things we can eat too much. Tree. I got. I got. Um. I got bought. Where are they? I think I've hidden them. I got bought. Some tree ball mints. Where are they? And I, once I have once I have one, I can't stop. I literally go through the whole packet. It's outrageous. Um, KJ says slow walkers unless injured. <laughs> I'll allow it. Are you injured? I'll allow it. <laughs> People who wear hats backwards. People who voluntarily listen to Coldplay. <laughs> oh, I can't like that. Uh, any advert on YouTube, unless it's a JLA one where you watch to the end. Grown men, 23 plus on a football pitch, rolling around and crying. Embarrassing. Todd Bowley in any transfer window. You should only get three weeks in Jan. Uh, Leo Tarrant says, YouTube fans who spend all all game filing on their phones. Filing? Do you know what I mean? Uh, there was another one I really enjoyed. Uh, filming on their phones, I think. Filming. Oh, filming. Yeah, yeah. Abs- yeah, that's a good one. That's a disgrace. Joey Barton. I'd love to have a week. I, I sort of, I unfollowed the dude. I, I, I think I muted him. I still can't I still can't get away from him. <laughs> uh, there was a final one. Someone said, I can't find it now, but someone said, Oh, my my low my low salt diet is killing me. I'm desperate for a Chinese. <laughs> it's very good. All right. So um is there anything that you would like to give a one week ban this week, Flav? Uh well if if you could get rid of Joey Barton, but you'd also Aluko would go with him, would that be would that satisfy all parties? That's my question. Well, Not my opinion. <sighs> We've spoken about this before. I don't mind Aluko. I don't mind him. I think she says some interesting stuff sometimes. Just saying. I'm okay. not trying to be. I'm not trying to kind of be woke or whatever. Is that allowed? Is is it woke if you just actually like don't mind no, you, a woman's opinions? On football? Yeah, you can. Of course, mate, absolutely, it's fine. You can have. You can have. Good to know. Good to know. Hang on, let me. I, I I I don't have an opinion on it. I'm just asking the questions here. Jim. Okay. Um, you're allowed to. And also, oh, right, actually, okay. just to be saying, you're not gammon if you do, if you don't enjoy her opinion. That's also fine. No, she's shit. She's absolutely shit. Good. Okay. So um, they can, can both be But there are other there are other female pundits who are absolutely fine. It's just she is is poor. She annoys you. Okay. Fine. She uh, annoys me. Yeah. Is that is that your one week ban for this week? Um yeah, no, I'll go along with Joe Barton. Uh I just meet Carl Arteta as a as a thing. Um yeah, one week ban for him, I think. Okay. Uh, and I'll properly prepare this for next week, so I have an actual an actual one. Very good. Oh yeah, there okay, were so a few more. Excel bullies. Oh, well. go on. Protesters. <laughs> EAFC. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> I don't want to get started on that. I'm. I'm. I. I, I get out. Oh, let's save it for the mailbag. We'll yeah, save it for the mailbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a big thing about this ban on Excel bullies, but anyway. Um, okay. Oh, interesting. Uh... Josh Rogers, Bukayo Saka. Not because he's done anything wrong. He just needs to go for a bit. <laughs> I've <laughs> right, had, had enough of Bakaya Saka. Interesting. Laura Woods, Mark Max is saying. Really? Okay. Just need a breather. Tell me, you just need a breather from. I, th- I like. I like her. I think she's. I think she's great. Do I need a breather from? Catch up calls. <laughs> like the first three, oh, four yeah. days. Just want to catch. Can we just catch? Is it alright? We just catch up. I just want to yeah, catch just, up with you. Yeah, I've like, done a lot of them. When, I've just done a lot of them now. When we have a job, when you have an actual job, right? And and then you go, can I just get? Uh, can I just get ten minutes? It's not, it's not 10 minutes, is it? Uh, it's not 10 minutes. Yeah. It's going to be a long, long time. Indeed. No, you can't have 10 minutes. Busy. First, first um, 
Yeah. Any more? Any more? Any more for any more, Jim? As we rapidly approach eleven oh eight or eleven oh nine, where Flav would like to put forward his final comment. Um, I would just like to say, if you'd like to become a patron, you could be with us live, just like Thomas Martin, Matt Knight, Rob Turner, Will Starling, Jay Stevens, Tom Jordan. Jay Stevens Heat. for his debut. Jay Stevens' his debut. Jay Stevens, he's made his debut and actually has come through it unscathed. Well done. Um, we, do a, right. we do a mailbag every week. Um, come and be a part of it. That would be wonderful. And when we do more live shows this year, uh, we can uh, you get exclusive access to those tickets first. And I guess the final thing is that on those mailbags, we talk about all sorts. We talk about a lot of content and all sorts of stuff. Excel bullies. No. Uh, right, it's time. Speak. Right, yeah. Dragerson's deal from... Um... Uh, from from Genoa to Tottenham is the most important transfer in modern history, modern footballing history, and I'll tell you why. Um, usually, when the big club comes along, the one with the money and all the glamour, they go, uh, yeah, I know you, you've talked to this club, but uh, we want you. Ten, ten, what tends to happen is that club will join, the, that player will join the biggest club. Didn't happen this time, did he? He's actually said, you know what, Bayern? Nah. I'm going to join that because that's healthy. That's good. And I'm going to go over there. Right? And bearing in mind, this, there is a little bit of beef between Tottenham and Bayern Munich because they took Harry Kane from us in the summer. But Dragerson's gone, do you know what? I could do that, but no, I'm going to go Spurs. It means that the, small, the club in this instance, the one with the less pool, got the player. Not only that, but Tottenham have now convinced Bayern Munich to take Eric Dyer as his replacement. And that's why this is genius. <laughs> this is the most important transfer in the history, recent history of the Premier League. We've, met, we've, gone, to, we've gone to Bayern Munich. Um, well, you know, you're not having him because we want him, but here's Eric Dyer, and he's going to solve your problems. And they've gone, do we have to pay for him? Yeah, you've got to give us three or four million pounds. All right, then, go on then. That's what's happened in the last two days. And that's that. Join the Patreon. Have a good weekend. Come on, you ask. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.